So we'll uh, welcome to Oh Brother, not another podcast, uh, an official Apple podcast uh, sponsored by the Westport Library and the Quick Center for the Arts. <laughs> and I am Migs Burrows, and I'm Trace Burrows. And today uh, we're excited to have Chi Moylo with us, actor, writer, director been in many television series, has a production company, uh, a talent management company, and has a new project, which is the Mastering the Business of Acting. So, uh, Chi, how are you doing? We'll start off. <laughs> how are you doing? Good. Yeah. And where are you? Where are you doing it? Are you in I'm LA? In, I'm in, I've been in Los Angeles for 30 years, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, um, it's my home. Um, I left home at a very young age. Um, so mastering the business of acting, I'm trying to finish two more months of uh, publicity. Then I'm going to my, my real, real big passion project called Life in Threes, which is gonna be seven season, 13 episodes, inspired by a true story. And so let's put that aside. Yeah. Let's talk about what I'm here to talk about, which is mastering the business of acting, which is very important. Sure, go ahead. Yeah. You know, it's been, <clears throat> I've been bitching about this over 20 something years when we start opening a management company and we had to go see a lot of uh, showcase. And um, <clears throat> there was a few school that was doing the right, right way and the rest of the school was doing the wrong way. Even my old school ACT was doing the wrong way. And, and they told me this is a good podcast to talk about this, which I've been talking about, but m m must emphasize this. So what happened was this, it used to be there's nine Ivy League school for acting, Yale, Juilliard, NYU, Temple University, ACT, Carnegie Mellon, and I believe San Diego University. So they, so when people graduate, they will have a showcase in Los Angeles and New York. And this is how you get your break into the business because the important people will show up, managers, agents, casting directors, producers will show up and see you. But here's the problem. The Yale, NYU, Temple University, ACT, their, ma their master program. So when you graduate, you're around 27, 29, 35. Mm -hmm. Your career is already over <laughs> before the and I've been bitching about it, and I and I didn't talk to my school about it, but they don't know what to do because that, and so six years ago, I've been teaching this fourteen class thing for my clients three times only in my entire because I'm not a teacher, but it's about the business, so I can knock like nine people out of the way at one time, get them all in the same. You know, so I got tired of it and I said, I don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> and it just hit me. Someone told me, why don't you put it on tape? 
And then you don't have to, you don't, you don't have to talk about this anymore. And then it just got bigger as I planned it and it got bigger and I, but bigger than the 14 class. So it ended up to be seven episodes, 12 hours, all about the business, nothing about the craft, mm. all about the business. So here's the trick. The most important thing is I would like to, you know, it's selling really well, by the way. Um, it should start with high school and gra- uh, undergrads. And they should teach half and half. You cannot teach the craft without teaching the business, especially undergrads. You have to teach the business because if you understand the business, you might not want to get into the business. (laughs) I just save you five years or three years. Or my, you only want to spend 10 years, you realize you're not meant to be an actor. You may try about three years and you realize that fucker cheat is telling the truth. Mm. And so, so no one have to lose a job. Okay. All the schools I just named don't have to lose a job. These schools, I say they're ripping the kids off because the money they're charging the kids, like it's like USC, $268,000 for four years. Oh my God. Undergraduate. Really? And when you graduate, you don't even know how to break into the business. Well, I can. Sort of, I went to Carnegie Mellon, so I can sort of vouch for that. I, Carnegie Mellon is a good. Uh, it was one or two, three schools. The only thing I didn't like about Carnegie Mellon was this: when I was younger, I don't know if they're still doing it or not. But they started out like 120 kids, and the next year they dropped to 60. The next year they dropped to 30, and I said, "Wait, yo, 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 you can't do that to people." You know, if you're going to take them on as a program like ACT did, you got to nurture people. You're going to rip them apart, then you have to put them back together. But let me get back to the, what I'm trying to say. Yeah. The, the business needs to be taught at Carnegie, which is a school I'm going to approach to, um, at the same time as they're learning about the craft. Okay? Because the business is 60%. If you're talking about making it, 60% belong to the business, the knowledge of the business. Sure. 40%, you can be a, the worst actor in the world, but you got the right people. You, you know, you have business smart. I guarantee you make it before the talented guy. Mm. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. And I did not want to charge a lot of money because I know all the kids already been screwed by these colleges. Colleges now these days are money-making. I don't even know if we need, you even need to go to college mm. to study acting. So I only charge $199 for, uh, for seven episodes, 12 hours, all about the business. And the subjects that I cover, do you mind if I read yeah, real fast? Yeah, please. Yeah, I think we have a list here, but please go ahead. Over 50 crazy questions that people would ask that, that, that are really tough questions, hardcore questions. Personal finances, child actors, how to cry on cue, the value of a good coach, acting classes, resume, headshots, demo, 
marketing, marketing, marketing. Yeah. How to get your union card. The secret how to get it without waste two years to get it. Yes, I'm breaking the rule, and I hope the union will catch up and keep it. <laughs> the ugly truth about agents and managers: how this, the industry does not work. And I would, would, would please ask me about that label. What, what's that about? Yeah, self tape. To see uh, how to do a really good self tape, and you can tell I am not organized here. And so I can't. So we broadcast and say, "What the hell is he talking about?" He came and self-taped himself on Zoom. <laughs> Reality about casting and casting directors, pitching, oral pitch and written pitch, producer sessions. You know the whole. You can see the whole process. How the producer session work? How fast people making decision in that three five five minutes. Studio and network testing. Uh, I I walked you through the whole real process of getting see my casting director, go get call back to producer, and then get tested for the studio and get tested by the network. Commercial versus theatrical, and last but not least, relationship, relationship, relationships. <laughs> Hmm. It's the most important thing in our business. Does that mean networking, or or just? It's it's like me and you, the three of us. Let's just say we hit it off, and I help you with your daughter bringing into the business, and I help your daughter get a, get a SAG card. And you know, so I hop into your town, or you hop into my town. I take you out dinner. That's a relationship. Hmm. You know, it doesn't have to be networking. It doesn't have to be. It is networking, but it's more than that, because you want to build relationship that people can talk normally. You know, like like my secret about breaking the ice with people I do business with. If I like them and I know that I, I have to do business with them, I would share something personal. And they would, would, I don't. What do you call it? Break the ice. Yeah. Knock them off their feet, saying, "Oh wow, he told. He just told me about his sexuality. Oh wow, he just told me about his mother died three years ago." Hmm. I, I there's a bonding going. I dabbled a little in acting you know, many years ago, and uh, I used to go to auditions and went to the casting director thing, and it was very a cold experience. A lot of times I thought, geez, you know, sometimes it was positive, and I got, oh, I really nailed that, and I didn't. And a lot of times it's there's not enough input on what they want to see from me when I'm doing the audition, um, and I'm afraid to ask too many questions, and it's very quick, and it's like you're done, and next person comes in. What, did, what would you say if you had to distill the auditioning process? What is the be best thing an actor should know about trying to nail an audition? Get mastering the business of acting. <laughs> I've done five. No, no, no. I'm, I'm not. I'm not kidding with with you yeah. guys on this. I literally every class I start, um, two two people will go up. An audition for the casting, and then the following week maybe the director, the following week maybe the producers, and I go through the whole step where the whole 
same process, what the audition will look like. And then when they leave the room, what the casting and the director are talking about behind the back. Yeah. And then we get to show them what, what's wrong with the audition, why, you know, like let's just say the simple question, how old are you? They say, if you go, if they go to uh, YouTube or whatever, they say, there's a, or to our website and click on some of the videos say, and I play a little joke with all these actors, how old are you? It's hysterical what they answer. <laughs> right. how, how old do you want me to be? <laughs> and then I have to tell you, um, um, I'm, I can, how old are you? And they would name all these things and then my line would be, you're all wrong. Huh. The answer's all wrong. And so I leave it cliffhanging. Mm -hmm. So they, they have to watch it and understand why and if I said right now, if you want me to, I'll tell you what the answer is. Yeah. If I say right now, and it'll cost controversial, because this is supposed to be private. 199, it's yours, private. Now, if a school want to teach it, great. This is like a textbook. You know, every class covers three group of actors. The one that want to break into the business, the working actors, and the rising stars. So that's why each episode doesn't have a name because every episode catered to all three, three, three group of people. So the, so what you just asked me. Yes. It's, 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 it's so simple. All this is opportunity to audition enough to understand it. But now with this thing, I'm going to, I'm going to save you instead of, 20 audition to learn what it's about, you might need only five because you're seeing it and you realize that casting is not your enemy. They're there to do a job. They want to go home. They want to cast this thing. They don't have time to talk to you. They want to cast this thing. They want to find the right person. The producer's happy. Six choice, 10 choice, 20 choice. The producer got their, their, their thing, they marked it off. And then they want to go home to their husband, their wives, their children. They don't want to sit there and watch because you're so good looking. Who cares? They see that <laughs> all the time. You know what I'm saying? So people think that casting is your enemy. It's not. Well, it terrifies people. I mean, you know, I mean, I used to go to the, the casting. I'd be like so terrified because obviously I wanted that job. You know, and it's hard to main, keep your energy in and, and be relaxed because obviously it's better to be relaxed, right? Than all like tense and all that, you know. Again, it's called, you didn't have enough opportunity. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I created a class um, for myself after uh, 19 years ago called uh, Active Consortium. And I was a trained you know, I've been trained since I was 10. So when I went out here, I, I just needed, it's no, by the time I graduated, by the time I was 20 years old, I have 64 acting teachers. Mm. Oh. Where the hell am I going to pay anyone to teach me? So I created this class. It cost no money at all. Uh, everybody paid 50 bucks, uh, $200 a semester, which is five months. So $400 a year just to pay the rent of the space. No one's making any money, you know. Then later on, I started realizing, you know, the artistic director need to make 
$1,500 a semester so they can deal with this crap with these people. But it'll be 10 actors and you, you just work on your craft without paying an arm and a leg. So you can create those things. And the more you, you know, so I emulate the whole process of um, going up for a role, you know, a casting session, producer session, getting the job, shooting it, you know, so we do three scenes and all that. So when you keep doing that, you just get used to it. And you just, that, 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 that um, anxiety you're talking about? Yes. You can turn into wonderful energy. You know, I got to tell you, 15 years ago, I stopped having that. I don't have that, that, that thing anymore. Because, you know, it's, it's, we're talking about like seven minutes um, audition. I'm on stage three hours. You know, that's scary. Yeah. <laughs> you know, this is nothing. I, I actually, if once I have my lines down, I'm actually showing off. I, I love it when it's a great, great juicy role. And that's the only time I can get the job because it's the big role and my competition. When I start out, I have like 10 people competing, 10 Asian actors. So, you know, it was easy. I made a big mistake. I shouldn't have directed my movie called Catfish and Black Bean Sauce in my 20s. Mm. I could have done that in my 40s. Mm-hmm. So there was a, that was a mistake. mistake. I wish I had too early, you mean? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, because, you know, you can't. My, I was in a ride. My career was doing so well and all that. And I don't know. I don't know there was somebody strong enough to, like, I'm a pretty strong manager to five of my clients who's making a lot of money for me right now. Um, I'm very strong. And I will tell them what they need to do. And I would insist on it and show them why they can't do what they can't do. I wish I had somebody who could do that to me, but, was, but to be fair, it's tough because, you know, you, I was, I was, there was a lot of things I don't know. And there's more to talk about after the seventh episode, <laughs> because every year we're going to do two Q and A and I'm going to do seven or 10 more topics that, because the industry is changing all the time. So we want to um, talk more about it. Where, where can people, before we even, you know, so people are probably dying to know, where, where can they go online or how do they get these courses? Okay. It's called master, masteringthebusinessofacting.com. Oh, okay. It's a website. And yeah, and, and Google it and you, it's a website. It has everything and now it has reviews. It has uh, interviews, you have, mm. so have everything and they have all these um, videos. It's, it's half the price of a headshot. Sure, it's right. it sounds reasonably priced for all the hours that you get. Oh, um, I cover so, I only name you 17 subjects that are big. I cover how to, I give you five ways to help you with your audition five technique. Um, again, it's not a craft. Audition is not a craft, by the way. Hmm. It's a business. Yeah. More business than craft. Because you take one, you take, um, I remember I did a nip-tuck audition. 
it was a guest lead. The title of the episode is my character's name. Crazy, crazy character. It's a real, real person. He's a tree man. His body grew like tree, whatever. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, look, it up, look it up on yeah. YouTube. You, you, it's called Tree Man. Tree Man. It's crazy. And anyway, they have a seven-page, five or seven-page monologue with two lead. They have a few lines. The rest is my monologue. So I've done this stuff before. It took me like one night, got it down, and ready to go. So when I saw Ryan Murphy, I didn't know who he, who, who he was. Um, <clears throat> I did the audition. The scene is the first scene of the, of the, of the uh, show. But how I did the audition was totally different. Where I go from smiling, being very happy, to the end of the... Uh, uh, page seven, I'm emotionally, you will just fall apart when you, you see it. Yeah. So it's a, and it just blow Ryan Murphy away. He said, and he asked, he had 30 people in the room. They have to cast this third, three weeks ahead of time because of prosthetics and everything. He asked me, he said, where did you find a voice? Yeah. I didn't want, I didn't want to talk because I know if I talk, I'm going to lose my job because I'm a stupid idiot, you know, who is a little diva, um, which is a big mistake in my career, by the way. So I told him, I remember my nephew, who was my manager, he's saying, Uncle Chi, be nice, tell him what he, what he needs to hear. And so I said, well, <clears throat> this is good writing. And obviously the character have faces all, prosthetic and I can't do anything with it. So all I, all I did was I put my tongue like this and I talked the whole scene like that. So no matter how you, you know, eventually the character come alive and you are what the character is. Mm. And my job is to enunciate so you understand what I'm saying. And he was blown away. And, I, and I, then I, 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 he asked me, he wanted to ask another question. I said to myself, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> and I said, I said, I said I, thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's 30 people in the room. They have department heads because they knew this is the guy. I, I walked out. I called my nephew. I said, all right, we got the job. So get the, get the money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, again, you know yourself. And I have, I have things that I realized I made so many mistakes as an actor. You know, my role model was when I was studying acting. You know who my role model was? No. <laughs> Again, role model is part of the subject I talked about. <laughs> Mom Brando, mm-hmm. Dustin Hoffman. Oh yeah. Betty Davis. Oh. And maybe Catherine Hepburn, more Catherine Hepburn than Baby Davis. But the three people I just named, they were best at what they do. Like, and somewhere along the line, when you were a kid, you guys know this, they romanticized their stories. Mm. Hollywood did. And I thought what they did was cool, when what they did wasn't. They were difficult, they were diva. Mm. They were uh, they were a pain in the ass, mm. and as as history didn't 
serve him well when we know the facts. That was my role model. <laughs> But now I know better. You know, being a diva is not cool. Mm. Um, um, But it didn't stop them from being superstars. I mean, what you know? What did what did they? Was it just their talent was so bright that it that got nobody? People ignored their that they were so obnoxious. No, but you, but you know they could. But to be to be honest with you. <clears throat> Brando could have done. Brando was Brando was the worst, because history as 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 it evolved. The last thing we heard from about him is that he raped a seventeen yeah. year old girl. Okay, it just got worse. Yeah. No, Rod Rod Steiger was Not so Rod. upset. Yeah. I don't. You know, did he ever tell the story? He. That famous scene. I could have been a contender. Yeah. I could have class. Well. At five o'clock in his contract, a limo will come. He will walk off the set and go to see a psychiatrist. <laughs> Rod Steiger had to do that scene oh. with the script supervisor. Oh, okay. He was so bitter about it, and that man was um, oh. have an um, emotional problem. Now Betty Davis was so difficult, but was a pro. But she was so. Um, demanding and so um, she doesn't know how to. She take everything. She didn't know how to say no. That thing you did in the audition when you stuck your tongue in the side of your mouth to give make you feel like I guess that you're like you're um, like a tree person, like you've got issues. Did you did Brando's thing inspire you where he auditioned for The Godfather and he put like something in his cheeks to make him like that. Cheek look he had, and then he would talk, and that like made the yeah, character of the Don, you know. Yeah, I'd be so bored when I was when I was young. I was his my he was my problem. I was a ten year old Asian kid who somehow have to, have twelve brothers and sisters. My parents let me do whatever I want because one loser out of twelve is not bad. No. So I was able to choose to do acting, and I was. Very shy, and then suddenly, six months later, I discovered a talent. Then I went to high school for performing arts, Governor's School for the Arts, Doctor mm-hmm. Gloria Children's Theater in New York, Temple University for one year. Took all the acting classes, got full scholarship to ACT. I was an 18-year-old kid with with the graduate kids, 24, 27, 35, obnoxious as hell. Because no one ever told me um, I was bad, so I don't know what no one teached. Again, that should be taught. Mm-hmm. That is part of business, and no one ever grabbed me and teach me about this. And I got to tell you, the first rejection I ever had was <laughs> I was in ACT, got a movie called Gleaming the Cue, a big role, went down to audition, uh, callback. First class plane, first class hotel, flew me back. Two days later, trying to get in touch with my agent. Agent trying to get in touch with me. I'm on Polk Street in San Francisco. Pick up the phone, talking to her. She said, "She, the director, think you were so well prepared, so well prepared. You were very good, but he just doesn't buy that you were that innocent. You seem like you've been around the block." <laughs> <laughs> and all, all it was was that I was thinning my lips. I'll tell you that's another story. I, t- I, I talk about that in there. 
And you know what happened when I had that rejection? I said, okay, 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 okay. Can I call you later? She said, yeah, 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 yeah. Call me later, honey. Okay, bye. One, two step on the street, Polk Street, San Francisco. Yeah. Fainted. Fainted and woke up 20 minutes oh. later and 30 people thought I was dead. Oh, my God. That's 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 a 18 year old kid who just first got rejected. Rejected, yeah. Well, we're probably are we running out of time, Mix. We have about five, yeah five minutes. Would you want to talk about your passion project that you mentioned early on? Oh, your life yeah. in threes. Yeah, it's uh, it's um, we uh, we're about to close some deals. I can't talk too much about it, but okay. here's the premise: Life in Threes tells the story of an 85 year old Chinese woman with early stage dementia who moves into a nursing home in Philadelphia in order to take care of one last piece of unfinished business before the disease gets the best of her. It's there that she befriends with a young Caucasian orderly and an African-American nurse. She helps them make sense of their lives as she recounts the story of her life's journey that begins in China, moves on to Vietnam, and ends in contemporary America. Logline, an epic story that spans seven decades while three lives unravel in the present. Mm. Wow. It's, it's like funny. Joy Luck Club meets This Is Us. Yeah, oh, that's wild. Is there a role for you in that? I would play my gambling brother. He only has seven episodes. I just want to produce... I wrote this thing. Oh. It's uh, inspired by my mother's story. Oh, it's uh, it's a four year uh, uh, work here, but this is my next project that I'm really really excited about. But listen, master the business of acting. Um, I just think that I just really think that the college kids. It takes three months to watch this seven episodes. You cannot watch all at one time. You cannot binge watch it. Because I'm talking about so many things and you might have to watch it second time again to understand what I'm saying. And you might not even get it until you get to Hollywood and you say, oh, okay. And I'm, oh, let's talk about one subject that we, we, your listeners would love to listen to. The agency business and the management business is a piece of crap. So, okay. Why? Oh, I'm going to review this crazy secret that uh, they're going to hate me for this. <laughs> okay. There's the first tier, CAA, ICM, William Morris, and Endeavor. Those are the first tier. Second tier is Gersh, Pat, Paradigm, uh, Innovative, um, Abrams, now they call them so three A's. Okay, so you cannot have 5,000 clients, 100 agents to take care of 5,000 5, clients at CAA. You can't. So only one third will be taken care of, two thirds are not. Same thing with the second tiers. You cannot have 22 agents take care of 3,000 clients. Okay? Now, and so it's bullshit. So they, they, they work for the people who makes money. And all you need is, all you need is, you know there's gonna be 10 or 20 divas. And if I'm making $20 million a, a, a movie for you, you know, you know 
I'm God. Yeah. Uh, so who, who are you taking care of? And then the managers, the manager businesses. Now, we still an old fashioned, old school managers. These managers are growing. There's so many managers out there. There's more managers than agents. Why? Because the agents got fired and they decide to become managers. But you cannot, so I describe managing agents are mommy and daddies. <laughs> Agent is a daddy, mm -hmm. managers are mommy. You cannot be a daddy for 15 years and suddenly saying that you can be a, a mommy. Mm -hmm. You can, because if you're on the phone, you used to be on the phone 10 minutes and you're done. I have a client, I'm on the phone with them two hours at a time. You know, sometimes they go crazy. You got to take care of them for that day. Mm -hmm. You know, so how do you do it? You can't. So these managers have over 30 or 40 or 60 clients. If you have more than 30, you're not a manager. Mm. You just can't. How, how do you tell your students, uh, young people just getting into acting, how do you get around that? I mean, how you can't, that's unavoidable, right? You want to get a manager or some kind of agent, you're going to take it. But then uh, how do you get someone to really concentrate on you before you make it big and all that money? I talk about that a lot. Yeah. I mean, I, uh, it was funny. That's episode four, agents and managers. And I just, I don't know what happened, but because I've revealed so many secrets, I was, we put it together and said, gee, you're pretty angry here. <laughs> <laughs> you're pretty, pretty angry. I, it was a really, really explosive episode. And it's two hours and 40 minutes long. Um, and uh, and it, it does answer your question. It does. You you have to bite the bullets. You know. Look, this this product is going to help you. If you're on the fence, I'm going to help you get off the fence. Either you you might not you I might save you and your family headaches. You might not want to do this. Mm -hmm. And if you're not if if you so all all you will go go into it. But if this is what you really really want. I will save you three to four years. Well, that's great. I mean, we, I, we're, we're out of time, and I, that, that's a great way to uh, get them to go to masteringthebusinessofacting.com, right? For Cheese. Yes. Yeah. Great series. And uh, thank you. That was, nice. yeah. Yeah, that was a great uh, introduction to, to what to expect. So, um, you guys are so warm. Oh, You're yeah. the most most warmest people I have ever interviewed with. I mean, you, you so patiently listen to my garbage. No, no, uh, no, it's very helpful. Um, I don't know if there, this will get in, if we can talk just, I don't know if this will get into the podcast because we're on over a little bit. I had a question about age. Now I have no, I went to act, I went to Carnegie Mellon as an, I learned I wasn't made out to be an actor after about one year. So I switched to scene design. Um, but what many, many friends went on to be actors, um, and comedians and things. But, uh, so the one question I was curious about, and really not for me, but for anybody out there that's older, like we made the joke of, you know, you, you get, you go to grad school and, and you're, it's your, your career's over already by the time you get out. What if somebody like me in their 70s, 60s, 70s says they just, I want to be an actor. Is it too late? Is it, can they send that old, do something, follow your course? And, and, and I mean, there's obviously character roles for older people, right? You have to find a manager like me. Yeah. And there's a lot of them out there. Put a strategy together. You have to beat your competitors. Okay. So let's say 50, 60, right? 
So some of them are going to have credits and you don't. You know, this is a business. You may have to fudge, fudge the math a little bit. <laughs> Whatever you have to do, it's a business. You got to realize it's a business. Okay, I'm 90. I'll, I'll admit it. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. If you're 50 or 60, you're very talented. You, you know, remember, remember the Golden Girl? Yeah, sure. She was, she was in her, she was, she was, she retired oh, yeah. uh, six months before she, she got cast in that role. She didn't want to do it. And then they forced her and she got it. The reason she got it because they didn't, they couldn't, they didn't want to hire an 83 year old woman because what if an 83 year old woman pass, pass away? Yeah. They want a seven season show. So <laughs> here we go. And so what happens is you may want to uh, get in. I'll give it, I'll get, I'll get, since you asked a fair question, I talk about it, but let's, let's, let me give it to you. I would, I, if you really want it, it's nothing worse, by the way, if you want something, you don't want to be 70 and your grandkids say, Hey, Hey, did you ever, I heard that you were interested in acting. Mm. Did you, uh, did you do it? I wanted to, but I didn't, I didn't give it a shot. There's yeah. nothing worse than that regret. Give it a shot. So here's the thing. The, the 50 or 60 are not going to take those small role. You can take those small role and build it up. If, I mean, character face is great. Older people are great. Okay. I, one of my, three of my actors who are older now, they work more than they ever did. <laughs> because again, strategy. Yeah. It's called, you know, finding a manager that, uh, that, that have small clients. And you figure out what are you selling? Okay, marketing, marketing, marketing. Figure your niche. You know, if you can play a certain role that some people can't play, there's only three or four of you, great. I got a lot of role if you look at my IMDb because it's just only 10 people I'm competing with. Hmm. So same thing here. So the answer to your question is, if you're 50, 60, this is what you want, what's stopping you? Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. No, Give it great. a shot. And then you, if you don't get it, you say you didn't get it. You, At least you, you tried. tried. No. Well, thank uh, That's great. We won't take up any more of your time. I appreciate it. We'll, we'll go to masteringthebusinessofacting.com and we'll find out more. So thanks so much, Jay. You've been very generous with your time. Yes, thanks. No, anytime. Uh, can I give you guys one more advice? This is not to put it in this podcast. Um, if, you, if, you, if, if your friend needs to be tapped into the union, Send me an email and I'll, I'll tap them through my company. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a business, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's what it is. You know, they, they put all these roadblocks just to make it, make it special. But at the end of the day, I tap at least 63 people in the union. Mm. So that's a nice thing about having a production company. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, so, so please, if you need anything, guys, thank you for giving me this opportunity. Anything, need me favor, please. Thank you. Very kind. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Take care. You too. <laughs>